0: Ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world famous, to be honest, podcast. I'm just kidding. It's not world famous at all. Actually, I think I've only ever had one listener. But that's besides the fucking point. Welcome to To Be Honest, the podcast where we talk about things that people don't want to be honest about, that things that people do not want to talk about. Conversation that makes you say, yeah, that's true, but... To be honest. And we're going to raise some eyebrows. We're going to scratch some foreheads.
1: Get some people angry.
0: Going to make a lot of people angry. And we're going to slap your grandma. But let me tell you, this is stuff that needs to be talked about. This is stuff that uh, is not politically correct. It's things that people do not want to speak about because they're scared to. Um, But more importantly, it's conversation that needs to be had in order to change the world. Um, my name is Jonathan. I'm your host of the To Be Honest podcast. And I've got to say, it warms my heart and makes me very excited to announce that I will be having a permanent, semi permanent co host. Uh, someone who has influenced my life more than maybe anyone else in the whole world. Um, someone who has been by my side through the last two years of crippling depression and anxiety and, uh, Sometimes the unwillingness to get out of bed before three p.m. Please welcome the very lovely, and always intelligent, and very very eloquent Jennifer. Welcome to To Be Honest.
1: Hi, I really, I really like that introduction. There makes (laughs) me feel really special.
0: Yeah, well, all all the deserving praise.
1: Got some brownie points. Yeah,
0: you did something right, I guess. Apparently. Yeah, well, I went from. I went from two years ago not being able to get out of bed to recording a podcast. So
1: and talking about
0: it. and talking about it, and not being scared to share my story, and and um, and to be honest, not being a little bitch about it, which I ah, was. Yes. So, um, I'm very grateful to be here. I'm very grateful to be here with you, um, in a unique spot where I can share my story and we can talk about things that make people nervous and uncomfortable, um, and also talk about things that have changed my life and sh- and shaped my life into something that it's that's never been before. So. Thank you for being here, Jennifer. Um, let's talk a little bit about you. You are a 25-year-old female. Yes. Uh, did I just assume your gender? I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am a female. Okay. But <laughs> uh, talking about myself is yep. not one of my you're, strong suits.
0: You're okay. Well, let me let me help you. She's okay. a mass communications major. Um, graduated last year. Um she is an entrepreneur and she doesn't have a job. Neither do I, which is the beautiful part about this.
1: But technically speaking, we are owners of two businesses that we are trying to get off the ground. Yeah,
0: that's why we don't have jobs. And that's why we graduated college. We almost dropped out. The both of us decided that um, to appease the the parents, which is something that we all struggle with and something that we're going to be talking a lot about on this podcast uh, to appease the parents. We decided to finish, grind out our degrees um, and uh, and then we were we negotiated with our parents to give us some time to pursue something that we thought was attainable. And and part of our, our dream that we've been talking about since we were kids, Jenny and I have been friends for well over 15 years now, probably.
1: Give or take something yeah. like that. So at least that's how long we've known each other. Yeah,
0: maybe not good friends, but we've been we've known of each other and known about each other for about that time. We've been we kind of grew up together. Um, but you know, back to the topic is that we once we graduated, we had to sit our parents down and we had to talk about it. and We had to say, "Look, I know that y'all have expectations of us, but the truth of the matter is, we've got our own dreams that we want to chase." And um,
1: we should be allowed to chase them. And we
0: should be allowed to chase them. And that's part of what this is right now. Um, this podcast is part of sharing our message and our story and and our motivation with the people that that uh, that deserve to hear it, uh, which is you guys. Um, I'm sitting at my desk right now. I have a beautifully brewed cup of coffee. yours truly, Jennifer. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: Um, Jennifer and I recently started the ketogenic diet. We're on the tail end of week three.
1: Actually, we're halfway into week four now.
0: This is we're already on week four.
1: Friday is the end of week four.
0: Wow. Okay. Yep. So um, something diet and exercise is something that uh, directly affects your mood and, and, um, and your health. Um, I think it's a super important thing that a lot of Americans specifically neglect. Um, and I neglected it for a really long time. At the, at the tail end of my depression, I weighed, uh, I'm six foot, just to put it in perspective, I'm six foot nothing. Um, and at the, at the tail end of my depression, I weighed 238 pounds. I couldn't do a push-up or a pull-up. Um, pretty sorry-ass human being, but um, I decided to make a difference. And uh, I got on this diet. I'm the most physically active I've ever been in my whole life. I've in the best shape of my life. This is just the beginning. I'm going to keep grinding. I know there's a lot more to come. Um, Jennifer has always been in pretty good shape. You haven't really her too much, but we've been working on posture and, and just general attitude going forward, waking up every day.
1: The attitude is basically getting over the mental barrier of like the, the slouching, the walking, right? These putting the correct foot down and the way yeah. To put your feet Ripping down.
0: A uh, shout out to move you on Instagram. Um, I, I'm i not sponsored by them or I have no affiliation with them. But if, you, if you're if you looking to maybe change your life a little bit, <clears throat> something that has helped me tremendously. And the, the only reason I'm talking about them right now is because of how much they've helped me and motivated me. Um, move you out of Carlsbad, California. Check them out. They're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, again, I have no affiliation with them. I've actually never even spoken to them before. Um, but i i love them they have really funny informational videos um they teach you about your posture about you know stretching every day the way your foot is supposed to grip the ground when you walk it's it's something amazing and um everyone is obsessed with something sometimes it's reading sometimes it's video games sometimes it's health you have sometimes it's veganism sometimes it's vegetarianism sometimes it's pescatarian there's there's a hundred different things that we can be obsessed with it could be cleaning it could be um, something as serious as like a real disorder, like OCD or something like that. But we all have things that we become obsessive about. And one of those things for me recently has been my health. Yep. Um, and in a healthy way. In a healthy way. Yeah. I've been, uh, you know, we all have vices and sometimes it's cigarettes. Sometimes it's, you know, carbs, whatever the hell it is. Um,
1: Pretty sure carbs is definitely up on the list for a lot of people. Hell
0: yeah. I'll, I'll eat a whole pizza to myself if I could. So yeah. it's one of those things that's um, Jenny and I have been taking a step back and,
1: haven't had pizza in three and a half weeks
0: yeah and i i know that makes it sound like whiny whiny little bitches but the truth is we used to live and breathe off of pizza and when we were fat fucks that was our main our main source of uh
1: Dude, it's nutrients easy. <laughs> it's easy and we got it twice a week
0: yeah it was fucking delicious too but it's not good for you and that's part of uh part of saying hey wait a minute it's time to time to be honest with yourself It's time to be honest and uh to wake up and say, Hey, look, my health is something that's important to me and I need to take care of it. So like I said before, we've been on the ketogenic diet. Um, we've been, I personally have been limiting my carb intake to
1: under 25 grams,
0: under under 25 grams. Yeah. But like on most days, I'm staying like well underneath like 10 or 15. It's only a few days out of the week that I'm going over that. It's been pretty incredible. Um, part of my cough, not used to talking on the microphone. So, the, uh, the scratchiness is real, but um, uh, I've been on the, the ketogenic diet for uh, close to four weeks now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I've lost 13 pounds.
1: Uh, it's 15 now.
0: 15 pounds. Uh, we do weigh-ins once a week, and I'll, and I'll cheat and weigh myself a couple times a week just just for myself. Some oh, the, people, it doesn't work. But... The
1: weigh-in that counts yeah. to our list is every once single week. Friday mm-hmm. before eating.
0: Yep. It's been really fun, and... and the thing that I want to talk about is how much it's helped my depression and my anxiety. Um, I used to have an anxiety attack once or twice a week. It was really bad. I'd have to call Jenny or I'd have to call my parents or my brother. And I'd have to say, look, I'm freaking out right now. I need help. Uh, the cold sweats, the racing heart, the the spinning mind, the fact that I didn't. If, if I sat down, I wanted to stand up. If I was standing up, I wanted to sit down. I, I didn't know. Uh, you know, Sometimes I felt like the world literally stopped spinning and I was flying through the air at 100,000 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. um
1: or to quote the subtle art book
0: oh yeah uh real quick before you say that quote um something that Jenny and I are reading together right now um again no no affiliation this is just something that we're doing together um we like the cover we're kind of we're kind of um Jenny and I are the type of people that we don't mind uh obscure and or or offensive language and um so we found this book called the subtle art of not giving a Fuck by Mark Manson I and mean, I thought it fit in pretty well with the podcast. Um, it's pretty funny. Um, so to quote, what were you going to say, Jenny, to quote the book? To quote, it's
1: the, um, feedback loop from hell. Ah, what yes. feedback?
0: That bastard feedback loop, negative feedback loop.
1: Where is it? Let's see here. Um, feedback loop from hell. Yeah,
0: the feedback loop from hell, uh, has become a borderline epidemic, making many of us overly stressed, overly neurotic, and overly self-loathing. Um, pick this book up. So Total Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It's a New York Times bestseller. I'm sure a lot of you have probably already read it. It's and if you haven't, please. It's an counterintuitive approach to living a good life by Mark Manson. Um, it's I've already read through it once. I'm reading it again. Jenny's picking it up for the first time. Um, one of the best books I've ever read personally. I'm, I'm I used to be really big into reading. Um, I and then I fell off the train when I when I fell into this depression that I'm mm-hmm. just getting out of now. Um, and since fo- about four weeks ago, maybe a little bit longer than four weeks ago, I started reading books, and I finished. I finished three books in in two months, maybe.
1: Yeah, within two months, you yeah. finished three books, which is it's, it's
0: the most reading I've done in a, years. And yeah. let me tell you, it's been eye opening and amazing.
1: Well, you've um, gotten off the video games, off the t- movies, and you this just
0: damn chair is so loud and squeaky. Um, yeah,
1: dove into books, and it was incredible.
0: Yeah, um, habits are are, are another thing that we're going to be talking about on this podcast a lot. Um this uh, if you guys haven't figured it out already this this podcast is kind of just an overview of what we're going to be talking about and getting to know each other. Um
1: the general idea? General
0: idea, yeah. So, uh habit forming, health. More specifically, my depression and my anxiety. Um Jenny hasn't dealt with that so much herself, but she's been able to witness me going through it, which is something that's uh that's helped me. And it's good if you can get a pair of observing eyes that don't that don't mind sticking with you through this because it's you cannot Jennifer mm. I was a pain in the ass the past two years
1: Oh yeah definitely Yeah but there are people out there that are similar to me and similar to you and experiences Yep and both sides need to know that it's possible to get past it mm-hmm. and that just sticking through like. If I had not stuck through with you for this whole thing, I wouldn't get to see the version of you right now as you are. Yep. And I'd be missing out on seeing how good you were able to get yourself to be. And I wouldn't want to miss that because mm-hmm. it's amaz- It's an amazing transformation that you did for yourself. And I was only here to keep you grounded. Everything that you've done to accomplish the way that you are right now has been all your mental breaking down of barriers and
0: strengthening with
1: me just being here saying you can do it
0: right right and and what's been fun for me to watch is um throughout this some things that i was really lacking on i was able to see some of your strengths as you helped pull me out of my hole you know Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it was me who did it right but yeah you were definitely there with me and um this has also allowed me to work on some stuff to fix myself and then while you were helping me you also realized oh shit maybe i'm not so good at that either and although it wasn't a detrimental problem where you were stuck in bed you were still able to like get better at some things that that you were maybe lacking on a little bit yeah like
1: like how you had mentioned like my slouch back yeah i've definitely gotten my posture to be a lot better mm-hmm. and just like that i i feel taller yep. i feel like i can breathe better just from little things like that yeah, it's
0: amazing what your posture can do for um for your health in general um let's see here posture and mental.
1: Oh, it even popped up.
0: Yep. Suggested. Okay. scholar, Sit up straight. The mental health benefits of good posture by the Huffington Post. <clears throat> Not a huge fan of the Huffington Post. Um, I myself am a libertarian. I don't know. I don't know what Jenny is.
1: Well, every time you've described what that is, it fits almost perfectly in line with what I
0: am. Okay, right. Let's libertarian definition um person who believes in the doctrine of free will which is actually huge for this podcast your free will has a lot to do with uh, of how well you're going to deal with something because you know at the end of the day every decision is your own yep um uh, let me grab my phone here i have a saved post from reddit of someone describing liber- libertarianism
1: that was the one that you had read to me that i was like yeah it yeah. sounds like i fit in with that quite
0: well. okay let me see view my Saved items. This is a good one. Um. All right. Well, it's not here. I thought I saved it, but I didn't. But it was something that basically what it said was, oh, I know where it is. It's on my Facebook. Let me jump over to my Facebook real quick. Uh, Jonathan... libertarian a collective a collection of political philosophies based on the tenets of Liberty individuality and the mistrust of authority um, <laughs> yeah I know that sounds a little goofy and a little bit a uh, conspiracy theorist to a lot of people but
1: which we have a lot of conspiracy theories yeah
0: so ladies and gentlemen it's gonna get deep in here okay yeah. we I don't believe in aliens but That's only because I haven't been proven that they exist.
1: uh, I keep an open mind to it. Although, yes, it hasn't (laughs) been proven, there's still that possibility that it's still there.
0: You never know. Guys, if you're still listening and you haven't clicked off yet because we're going in every (laughs) single direction, an overview of what we're going to be talking about is politics, aliens, (laughs) (laughs) self-help, Anime. Just,
1: <laughs> every everything you can possibly think of. You can even throw something in a comment and say, "I want you to talk about this," and we'll we'll do it.
0: Yeah, we're not scared of we're not scared of the harsh truth, harsh harsh truth, and we're not scared of abusing abusing viewpiece. <laughs> I cannot speak. Okay, we're not scared of abusing view. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jenny, take over.
1: I, I don't know about that, but.
0: We're not scared of, of of opposing viewpoints. There we go. Say it for me again, Jenny.
1: Opposing viewpoint.
0: Oh my oh. goodness. Words. <laughs> Success. Yeah. Okay, How many more of this copy one second.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe that might just help a little bit or maybe it's what's making you tongue tied. Um, wake
0: the fuck up, please. Okay. Um So, uh what were Okay, posture. That's what we were talking about. Wow. Let's Back wow. to the We went way out of the though. way. Holy fuck. Okay. Um, a recent breakthrough study coming from the University of Auckland cons- concluded that sitting with an upright posture can function as a coping mechanism against stress. The research, excuse me, the researchers asked the participants to complete several questionnaires assessing their affect slash mood, self-esteem, and arousal levels. At, well, arousal levels after performing a task designed to induce mild stress. During the task, the participants were randomly assigned to one or two po- of two posture conditions. One group was in. Okay, that's really long and boring. Basically, sit the fuck up. Helps you. Uh, position of skeleton is good and in poor posture so one of these is a guy with a line running perfectly down his uh his uh his back he looks like he's cut in half and you're looking at him from the side good posture and poor posture butt tucked in yep your butt tucked in um oh this uh, is a perfect segue go pose yeah segue <laughs> okay um one of the things that has helped me the most and the last Six months is when we started doing it for real. Six um, months
1: is when we got... I've been messing like, around
0: with it for about a year, though.
1: Yes, but six months is when we've we've made a point to do it at least, like, three times a week.
0: Yeah.
1: And at least for, like, an hour.
0: Yeah, we, we kind of slacked off. We were we were out of town with work last week, and we kind of slacked off because we were staying in hotels and in that, between There's places. only so
1: much that you can do with the time that you're allotted. Right.
0: Um, yoga and mental health. Yeah. Um, it's huge. I mean, it's, it's huge. It's huge. It's, it's one huge. of the
1: biggest breakthroughs.
0: Yeah, I've um, and I, I can't. You can't even call it a breakthrough, really. I, it was a personal breakthrough for me, but yeah, you, you can't call everyone. it a breakthrough because people have been doing this for centuries. Yoga is an old school. It's, you it's, mean it's, so
1: it's an old breakthrough, not a new
0: one? Well, yeah. I mean, if you take a if you take a look back at the origins of yoga, people have been doing this thing for literally thousands of years. Uh, mm-hmm. When did mm-hmm. yoga? Let's see. Click. 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 When. Did yoga start? That's probably a terrible search. When did yoga start? The beginning of yoga.
1: Wow. The
0: beginnings of yoga were developed by the Indus Sar Sar, Sar Sarasvati. 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 The Indus Sarasvati civilization in northern India over five thousand years ago. Jeez. The word yoga was first mentioned in the in the oldest sacred text, the Rig Veda, Veda. Uh, the Vedas were a collection of texts containing songs, mantras, mantras, and rituals to be used by Brahmins and the Vedic priests. Neat. Yeah. And Pretty awesome. Is,
1: people also need to know though, because like yoga is sometimes attached, like, oh, it's a religion, and yeah. you've got to do all this meditation stuff. It's like yoga is also is also separate from the religion itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to have the relig- religious attachment to it.
0: Right. And And um, you can still get
1: the benefits of it
0: in college. I took a world religions class and I think it was probably one of the most beneficial classes I ever I've ever taken. I personally um, wouldn't consider myself very religious. And I I actually I think in the very first in the very first episode, I told you that we were going to I said that we were going to stay away from religion. Um, But I think it's important to to note that um, I'm not Buddhist. I'm not I'm not Hindu um, and I love yoga. I love yoga. It's helped me more than any prescription drug ever could have. It's helped me more than coffee. It's helped me more than sitting and having talks with my family. It's helped me more than this podcast. It's helped... the, single th- the thing that has helped me the single most out of anything that I've done to fight my depression has been yoga. Hands and down.
1: It's because of the fact that it, it forces you to look inward. It yeah. forces you to look at yourself and see, holy crap. I'm the reason why I have this problem because mm-hmm. it makes you realize that you have the ability to control how you react to the situations that you can't control.
0: Yeah. And it really does put a magnifying glass over yourself and you realize, holy shit, I'm a fat fuck and I suck at this. But and- even
1: even more, like like you gain flexibility and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's more than just I'm fat because there's plenty of skinny people that do it.
0: Yeah, and there's like, plenty of fat people to do yoga, too. I've seen them. <laughs> and there's
1: plenty of fat people that have more flexibility than the skinny people. Oh, hell yeah.
0: There's, there's plenty of people that are more flexible than me. I've only been doing it for a short while. and, and...
1: There are people that, yeah. that are more advanced than hell we yeah. are. Hell yeah! But um, it's just one of those things that it forces you to have the little light turn on that goes, wow, everything. I, I have control over my life and how I react to the things that I can't control. And accepting that little thing is everything yeah that little detail
0: there's something about breathing slowly in through your nose out through your nose out through your mouth whichever one you're comfortable with but really slow controlled breathing and i told i i don't remember who i was talking to a couple days ago but i was talking to a friend of mine just four or five days ago and i said the reason i like yoga so much and the reason that i feel like a lot of people like yoga so much is because you're Tolerance for bullshit goes way up, mm-hmm. way up because there's people are like, oh, yoga's relaxing. It makes me feel good when I'm doing yoga. I feel like shit. Yep. OK, it hurts. There's no there's no like fancy or nice way to say it. Yoga is a pain. It yeah. sucks. It hurts to stretch your muscles, especially if they've never been stretched before to push your body to limits that it's never been before. But afterwards. There's like a wave of endorphins and happiness and a a a feeling of self love, which I I know it can get really hippy dippy. Yeah. Real it can get really hippy dippy real hipy. quick. Yeah. yeah. But when you realize your body can really tell, holy shit, I'm taking care of myself. You know, you can feel the difference in your muscles. You can feel the Yoga, difference.
1: Yoga's been proven to increase your blood flow. Yeah. So you your actually circulation. Feel, yeah, you're feeling the difference because your body is saying, holy crap. I'm working the way I'm supposed to be. Yoga's been proven to, to improve things inside your body besides mentally and besides flexibility.
0: Often the causes of poor circulation are out of control but out of our control, but one way to improve your body circulation is with exercise. Check out these yoga poses to help your heart pumping your to, to get your heart pumping and your blood flowing um yeah there's 10 10 yoga poses to pr- improve circulation
1: mm-hmm. um there's they've also had people who um have had extremely bad scoliosis that so they told the only way that they can fix their back is if they put the bars the rods uh surgically yeah, very invasive in the surgery back. Yeah. and these people who have decided no i don't want to go that route have tried yoga and i mean diligently they they do it more hardcore than you would think and they've actually cured themselves of scoliosis just by doing yoga oh
0: check this out okay the university of washington this is a cool post uh the university of washington runs a program called the whole you um and 12 reasons yoga helps improve lifespan number three is increases blood flow Hmm. yoga gets your blood flowing relaxation helps circulation movement brings more oxygen to your cells which function better as results as a result excuse me twisting brings fresh oxygen in your blood to organs and inversion reverse and inversions reverse blood flow from the lower body to the brain and heart. Additionally, yoga increases hemoglobin levels in red blood cells, helping prevent blood clots, heart attacks, and strokes. I, as a as a young adult and, and as a kid, suffered with heart trouble. I've, I've always had heart trouble. The skip beat. Yep. From this, uh, It's not an arrhythmia. They don't classify it as an arrhythmia, but it is a skip beat. And I can tell you, hands down, when I do yoga, I feel 500% better. Maybe 1,000% better. And I can tell my heart is running more efficiently. My hands and feet feel like fresh and new, even after an hour and a half, an hour of being on my hands and my feet and stretching and putting weight where it's not normally down on all fours up, up on my hands. Mm -hmm. Um, back on my heels where you're stretching the crap out of yourself. You just feel so good afterwards. Oh, Um, and
1: another thing regarding yoga is that they are very accepting of you not being able to do the poses. They don't (laughs) expect you to immediately be the best that you can be. They expect you to just come. All they want is for you to come and for you to try. And when you're trying, oh my gosh. Talk about a community.
0: Yeah. Talk about a community that really wants you to be um, included in, in your, in, in, in within the community they want new people all the time and it's not it's not some culty churchy religion it's no. uh this is gonna make you better
1: and all that that's all they want
0: and <laughs> you, you know how many free yoga classes we've been to and we look forward to seeing the same people that go there every day and and even the yoga teacher is happy that we're there and she's not making a dime or he's not making a we've dime
1: free classes and we're just
0: happy to be there guys i can't tell you enough go on the internet we it's 2018 folks Use and, use the damn computer. And if
1: you don't have the ability to go physically to a class, say you have too many kids to take care of, too many YouTube. jobs to do, YouTube has videos to do the yoga poses. It's free. It's and easy. And it's free.
0: And you're going to feel 10, 10 times better, 100 times better. And it's... honestly,
1: fitting it in even for 10 minutes, that mindful meditation of moving into the poses yeah. helps even those 10 minutes. And it's worth it. It's really
0: worth it. Physical... Activity and mental health. Okay. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Scholarly articles for physical activity and mental health. Sports Medicine 2000 Springer. That's kind of an old article. Um, Jenny, how long have you been doing yoga?
1: I have been doing yoga since I was 14.
0: 14. You're a bendy girl, huh?
1: Mm, Not as bendy as I'd like, but I'm getting there.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: But. I was lucky enough that it counted as my P.E. credit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> tell you what, we're very blessed and lucky to have lived in such a big city. We're from Miami, Florida, by the way. Um, shout out to all my Miamians out there. Um, it's a crazy city. And let me tell you, with the pace of this city, the, the heartbeat of this city being on the beach and the nightclubs and <sighs> and the traffic and, and the honking horns and the cursing and the middle fingers out the window and the angry and, and yeah and there's a lot of hate and and disgust in the city and some there's nothing really as refreshing as as going to a a free hot yoga class yeah. <laughs> yep, um, yep.
1: they do exist yep even in the city they do exist
0: yep so uh, and
1: another point too just for mental health even if you don't want to do yoga just make a point to go outside and stand in the grass
0: Get some get some forest bathing or some sunbathing yeah. done. put get outside, your feet in the dirt. you Don't give
1: a crap that your feet got dirt.
0: Yeah, there there is some some bullshit science out there. Okay, <laughs> I'm calling it bullshit science because I've never actually read a scholarly journal about it. But there's a sense. group, there's a subgroup, a subculture of people that believe that if you put your feet in the dirt, you uh, you ground your body just like you ground an electrical like an, cable. Yep,
1: an electrical current. And yeah. we we are basically electrical currents yeah like we, we, we have, have currents in our that are body. through
0: our body yeah but again i don't I, I don't i'm not educated here but there is a subgroup of people hold on let me get a new tab open um grounding um earthing and grounding legit or hype this is uh by uh, actually i've been on this website a couple times this is wellness mama wellness mama.com slash uh, 5600 slash earthing grounding. No, I do not want your pop-up. I have a pop-up blocker for a reason. What the hell? <laughs> um. Okay, what is earthing or grounding? In short, earthing or grounding is putting the body in direct and uninterrupted contact with the earth. This means that the skin needs to touch soil, sand, water, or conductive surface that is in contact with the earth. Okay, earthing science 101. If you're interested in the deeper science, Dr. Briffa gives a more detail. I don't know who the hell Dr. Briffa is. Um, I don't even know if she's a real doctor. <laughs> this is what I mean. Oh yeah. Okay. I just clicked Dr. Briffa and he took me to his website where he's selling three books for sixty dollars a pop.
1: Ah. Yeah. Look at that. Hmm.
0: So this is this is what I mean. There's this is one of those like pseudoscience-y weird spots that is like, oh, I don't Matt, know.
1: You you take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, or you can just
0: Um He's got there's a there's some Stuff here that says thermal and photographic images of the effects of earthing. I don't know. This kind of looks like bullshit to me. But I'll tell you what is not bullshit. Every single time I go outside barefoot, I feel great. I love being outside. There's nothing better than when I was depressed and I was feeling like shit and I was really down on my luck and I, and, I just felt like I couldn't do anything right. One thing that always raised my mood was going outside when it was sunny and just getting some sun, being outside in the grass. And I mean, like, get out of your house, go to a park.
1: Mm-hmm. No one goes
0: to parks anymore. Go to the fucking park. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's quiet. There's no one there anymore, so it's nice and quiet. You don't have to worry. <laughs> um, get some alone time and just be one with nature. And uh, it's one of the most fulfilling feelings in the whole world. You, f- you feel really great. I don't um, think,
1: allow yourself to be bored. Your mind ooh, goes into like so that. many different avenues when it has nothing to entertain it. So basically, if you want to go to the park, leave your phone in the car, take a towel, put it in the grass. Guys,
0: don't freak out. It'll be there when you get back. I know. Leave your phone in the car,
1: leave it in the car. (laughs) If you need to tell somebody where you are so that you know you have no issues kind of deal, go for it. Make sure you take your keys, though. Yeah, but go go sit in the grass or sit on a towel if you don't like sitting in the grass and allow yourself to just look at your surroundings for once. It's been too long that people have done that. Look at the sky. Look at the clouds. See if you can find a shape in the clouds again. Just like in Winnie the Pooh or something. And then allow yourself to get bored.
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. Look what? at this statistic. Oh, no. How much time does the average American spend outside? According to the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, uh, that's kind of a big deal. The EPA is not some bullshit yeah, you know, organization. know, organization. <laughs> okay? The average American spends 93% of their life indoors.
1: Oh, that's America,
0: wake up. To be honest, that's not enough time outside. Look look
1: how they did it. 87% of their life is indoors, and the other 6% is in a car. Wow. That is so depressing.
0: Guys, very literally, get outside and smell the roses. What are you doing with yourself? This, yeah. is, this is why depression is at an all-time high. This this right here is yeah. one of the biggest reasons that depression... There's, the-
1: there's that that's attached to depression, but there's also the fact that, like, in the, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, he even talks about how people put their happy lives on the social media. So you're constantly chasing the happy life that everyone else is posting.
0: Guys, to be honest, you're living a lie. Literally.
1: I know so many people that have the perfect relationship on Facebook, but if you see them in real life, they're the exact opposite. Yeah. They are literally not that happy on their in their freaking relationship as they are on their Facebook or yep. their Instagram.
0: Well, you got to get them likes.
1: Yeah, but that's you not go You got to go for the gram. That's instant gratification. Yeah. Putting up a post and then expecting the likes, that's instant gratification. There's no such thing as delayed gratification yeah. anymore.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Instant gratification is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to this country. Yeah. We can do anything. We can get a cup of coffee. We can get excuse, a, a cup <laughs> of coffee. You can get one cop car full of coffee if you wanted to. <clears throat> um, we can get a cup of coffee within three minutes. Yep. It takes three minutes to get a cup of coffee, whether it's from your barista at, at Stirbux.
1: At Stirbux. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to actually say their name because I don't like them. Yeah, but,
1: screw the stirs.
0: Yeah. Um, Starbucks, or uh, you can get a cup of coffee from your house yeah. in less than three minutes. Yep. In less than three minutes um you can you can get an uber the longest i've ever waited for an uber i think is 10, 10 minutes there mm-hmm. yeah you can get them quickly you don't you know everything nowadays but it's all instant your emails your text messages
1: you want something and you don't have the money to buy it but you have a credit card you have the ability to buy it and within two days from amazon
0: amazon boom. prime
1: you've got it plus the debt that comes with it
0: amazon prime is going to take over the world there's going to be a there's going to be a giant battle between google <laughs> Unless, Amazon,
1: unless they get into bed with each
0: other, but well, they probably already are. Exactly. That's not so, that's not a discussion for now. That will be a topic for later. But
1: all the major companies getting into bed with each other. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean that probably already exists. That's that's some yeah, of that conspiracy dope. shit we were talking about earlier. Um, Big conspiracy. The, I mean, it's Disney. the thing is, guys, we're not as slow as we used to be, and we have to take time to appreciate things because there's there's an old discussion about how um, at the beginning of the universe however it started whether it was a big bang or someone created it if it was all inherently good and there was only ever good then good wouldn't be good anymore it would be normal
1: well there would be nothing to compare it to
0: right that's the point so if there was if everything was good you wouldn't even know what good is. You would only know norm- normalcy. Nor- normality. What, what is there? Normalcy is a word, right? Normalcy. Normalcy. Okay. You would only know normalcy. Mm-hmm. You would have no appreciate. Do you know how delicious that cup of coffee is? You know how delicious that. It would be a regular cup of coffee. It would, it would not be special. a good cup of coffee. If you want to have a good coffee, you have to have had a bad, a bad cup coffee. of coffee in your life at some point.
1: One of the best examples is hot and cold. If you don't have hot or you don't have cold, you don't know if you can't appreciate the heat when you when you haven't been cold, Mm -hmm. and you can't appreciate the cold when you haven't been hot. Exactly. If it's always lukewarm,
0: you can't appreciate. Well, that that it actually goes to if if you were born in hot water Mm -hmm. and you were submerged in hot water your whole life hot water would be lukewarm water you mm-hmm. wouldn't know the difference you until would
1: ha- you touch cold water or
0: you or you would have to be exposed to infinitely hotter water or infinitely warmer water to in know in which
1: case it's colder yeah. or hotter
0: we get stuck in this in this negative it's again it's a negative, a feedback, negative feedback loop yeah it's a negative feedback loop where we say the monotony of life grinds us down into into the stub of something that we never were or never were supposed to be yeah um so don't don't be gratified instantly. I, I know sometimes we need our cup of coffee because we're late for work. But you also have to take some time to appreciate someone who put effort into something. And that's why the, yeah. that's why art, a lot of people think art is dying or dead already.
1: Well, one of the best examples that was recently actually forced upon us was when we went to the Joe Rogan uh, stand-up.
0: Oh, shout out to Joe Rogan.
1: Yeah, shout out to Rogan.
0: Uh, yeah. Fanboy. Fanboy.
1: Definitely Jonathan is a fanboy. Yeah, fanboy. Like, fan just 100%. I like Joe Rogan a lot. Um, but we went to his stand-up here in Miami. <laughs> um, what was I'm already game? laughing.
0: It was fucking hilarious. Like
1: a weekend ago? Um, Which, by the way, or no, two weeks. Two yeah, weeks it was ago.
0: a while. It was a bit ago, but it was fun. It fucking was amazing.
1: amazing. Yeah. And when we got there, we had to go into the line, and we weren't allowed into the building without putting our cell phones
0: into <gasps> what? Cell phones. <laughs> no cell phones
1: <laughs> into a little packet that was then clipped closed, and you could not access your cell phone. So we're in there and we met up with two friends that we hadn't seen in years. And it forced us to talk. Shout out to Becky and Danny. Without our phones. We weren't allowed to take our phones out. And then when we went into the performance, we're sitting here going, oh, they must be filming for Netflix and they don't want us videotaping anything or whatever. Yeah. Right. So we (laughs) leave and they give us our phone backs and, and, and everything. And then later on, we're listening to a Joe Rogan podcast where he's talking about he actually does that at every single one of his shows because he wants people to experience it live yeah what is the point of experiencing the event that you went to live through your telephone screen Mm -hmm. what was the point of going so when he said that i was sitting there going holy crap that whole time i was actually judging going maybe he's just filming a netflix thing but in reality you know how many cell phones we would have seen
0: dude my my favorite part about this
1: Hmm.
0: is on the way out they slimmed down the exit so that we could only exit one way yes
1: so they can so give us our phones back.
0: We were yeah. we were sardines, okay? Yes. We were we were slammed in there. The amount of people okay, they said, by the way, when you leave, we're going to you're going to tap your bag on the little on the little magnet. It's going to open up. You can have your cell phone back. Yep, and okay? get the pouch
1: back. And you're gone.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it took us 15 minutes to get out of the building. Not no, that long. No,
1: it, it took us 30 minutes because we decided to not become a sardine. Yeah.
0: Okay, but everyone pushing through got yeah. out I would say like Within 50, 15 minutes, 15 20, 20 minutes, not a big deal.
1: Yeah. We just waited so that we weren't packed.
0: I saw at least there. There must have been a couple thousand people there, right?
1: It was sold out. Yeah. Let me see couple, real quick. Have, see uh, Jackie
0: many... Gleason, it's just the film Gleason Theater capacity. Yeah. There you go. Um. Two
1: thousand four hundred and sixty-two.
0: And it was a sold-out show.
1: It was sold out for two shows.
0: Yeah, it because was, when we left, right. the line was we, we're at the first show. 2,462 people were crammed into that building. Yep. And I saw at least a hundred people, at least a hundred people ripping those bags, off, breaking them yeah. to get into their cell phone. In the 15 minutes mm-hmm. it took us from to get out of our seats and go to the door where they were willing willfully and correctly opening the bag so that you can have your phone. Yeah, And by the way, it's not even like they took their, your phone from you.
1: Yeah, it's not like you had to surrender your phone at the door. You got to keep it on your It person. was just
0: in that little bag. It bag. was just
1: in a bag so you couldn't access it during and the show. And
0: people were ripping their phones out of and these like, bags. And
1: struggling to get them yeah. out.
0: And, and then wh- one guy got it open. One guy got the phone open. And literally like six, seven, maybe even ten people turned around. How'd you do that, bro? How'd you get it open? And bro, freaking out. bro, how'd you do that? Bro, did you rip it? I'm gonna fucking rip this thing, bro. Chill. Yep. Chill out.
1: They couldn't live without the phone. They needed that gratification. If someone liked
0: account. your Instagram picture two hours ago when the show started, your phone's still going to tell you that they liked it. Would you it's chill the fuck out, please?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still going to be there.
0: We oh. live We live in a crazy time, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Mm-hmm. People
0: are freaking out about whether or not their phone is telling them something.
1: Yep. They need to, they, like, you need to, when you post something, you need to know to be honest, every time they like it.
0: To be honest, I have a question. Yeah. I have a question for our audience and I have a question for you. Okay. Out of the hundred notifications that we get a day,
1: yeah,
0: how many of them change your life?
1: Social media.
0: It doesn't matter what the fuck the, the notification is. If you get a notification that pops up on your phone, yep. a day on average, yep, how many of those? How many of those change your life? Change your life, Jennifer. Like when I
1: read the notification and it changes. my Yes, life. Not, Jennifer.
0: Like, none. Zero none. is none. the correct answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To be honest, we're obsessed with our phones.
1: Yeah. Like if an EMP went off around worldwide, there would uh, be chaos. Hold
0: on. time out. Conspiracy inbound.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is one of our rants.
0: Yes, but if some shit like that did happen,
1: what would happen? Everyone for the first thirty minutes, everyone would be trying to figure out what the hell happened to their Wi-Fi and why they can't access yeah. their
0: phones. Yeah. That we live in a generation. Okay, and this that we've gone full circle. This goes all the way back, okay? Oh, my God. We're almost at 41 minutes on this podcast. That's a hell of a second episode. Good shit. All right, back to what we were talking about. If we we, we live in a generation, and it goes full circle to depression, we live in a generation that we are living our lives more through our phone than we are in person to person. Human contact is dead, okay? Yeah. Digital contact is the craze right now. That's what everyone's doing. I was uh I was at Universal Studios Orlando with mm-hmm. with Jennifer actually not too long ago, maybe two, three weeks ago, four weeks ago.
1: So, uh was a, March first.
0: Okay. March first. A month ago. Okay. We were waiting in line in Spider Man.
1: Yeah.
0: Great ride. You're gonna uh, those rides always close down eventually. It's an old, it's one of the older rides in the park. One of my favorites. I love Spider Man, huge Spider Man fan. And you could hear a pin drop. In the line, there was hundreds of people in line. You could hear a pin drop, yeah. because every single person had their shoulders rounded, their nose, their necks, in, their necks bent downwards, their their hands bent up towards their face, staring mm. into their phone screen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We it looked like a line of zombies. Yep. Jenny and, and I, Jenny and I left our phones in the locker. Brennan,
1: understand what we've been doing for the past year, whenever we go to the the parks.
0: Yeah, we got annual passes, shout out to annual passes. We get the
1: all day locker, we spend spend $10 and we literally put every single one of our things in there, except for a credit card, our licenses, and and our um, park passes so that we can go to the other park. Everything else, including our cell phones are left in that all day locker. We let our parents know where we are, what we're doing, and that they can't reach us until we come back to the lockers. And that's it. We have nothing to document our day and let everyone be jealous. Ladies and, of gentlemen,
0: ladies and gentlemen, in no way am I saying that, that Jenny and I are better than you because we know how to put our phones down. It's the exact opposite, ladies and gentlemen. I am telling you this story because the world is suffering from an epidemic. America specifically. America specifically.
1: At least from what we know because it's what we witness. Yeah, America. This
0: is what we live every day. Okay. Um...
1: Almost no matter where
0: we go. Doesn't matter where you're at. Doesn't matter if you're in line for Spider Man or if you're in line at the grocery store. Do you know how many people, when you go to check out in the grocery store line, they don't even talk to the guy at the cash register, the, girl, the gal at the cash register? You don't even
1: realize. Those what their are name humans. Is.
0: Robots have not taken that job yet. Yep. Yet. Yep. Okay. But those those are some kids that are you know, seniors in high school, just getting into freshman in college. Sometimes, sometimes it's a sometimes little old lady. The,
1: yeah, the, the older person that's just doing a part time job to keep themselves busy.
0: And we don't even speak to them. We don't even make eye contact. Yep. That'll be one hundred and eleven dollars, please. That yeah. th- that's sixty five ninety five. That's ten dollars and thirteen cents. Hand them your credit card. Hand them the cash. Walk away. Paper or plastic? Eh.
1: Hmm.
0: Paper or plastic, sir? Eh. That's those people have lives.
1: Yeah.
0: Those I was I was one of those people at one point in my life. I'd bag groceries. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, and nothing was more fun than having someone speak to you and ask you how your day was. Because you live a boring ass life and doing a monotonous job that a robot literally a robot will be doing mm-hmm. in five, ten years, maybe.
1: Or reading their name tag and say, hey, thanks, Jonathan. Oh,
0: there's um How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um I think it's by Carnegie. How to win. Uh How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Mm. That's a book that I read six years ago, maybe five, five, six years ago one of the things they talk about is the way that just saying someone's name can influence that person. Mm-hmm. We're selfish creatures. We're self-centered. We we are. And there's nothing wrong with our humans. Okay. We're humans. All of us are. I've never met a non-human before. Okay. I've never, I've never had a full conversation with someone who's not. No aliens. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you've had a full conversation with a dog before. <laughs> they just don't answer back.
0: Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> okay. For real though. Yeah. Um, we're all human. Saying mm-hmm. someone's name and letting them know, "Hey, I I'm a human, and I know that you're a human," goes so far. Goes so far, and letting them, just letting someone, uh, why? Guys, if you listen to this episode and you get this far into it, why do we do that? Help me out. Let's let's talk about this right now. Why?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's something that is so. It's missing. It's mm-hmm. and it's a shame because at the end of the day guys we're out of time on the podcast this is this is our closing statement right now okay it's a great place to finish it off 45 minutes why are we what what has happened to the to the human condition we are all humans we are all just a bag of bones that's being piloted by some sort of consciousness that no one understands, by the way. There's not a single person on the face of the planet that says, I know what consciousness is. It doesn't exist, okay? We don't know. We're stupid-ass humans, all right? Yep. But the one thing we have in common is that we're all stupid-ass humans.
1: Yep.
0: Take a second to think about this. Get back to me on comments. Let me know what you think.
1: We'll come back to
0: it. We'll, we're going to talk about this again. Def, it'll, be, it'll come up maybe every episode. This is something that... I, this I I will harp on this to the day I die sitting down next to another bag of bones and flesh and speaking with them and relating to them, every single person in the whole world is going through something that you cannot see. You don't and know when, what they're dealing with. You don't know what, you're, what they're dealing with. And when I was a piece of shit that was depressed laying in my bed, one of the only things that made me feel better is talking to someone and letting them know that you're a human too. Mm-hmm. We're in this together. Even if my problems are completely different than yours, we're both humans. We're both struggling. You're not the only one struggling. Yep. Okay? Guys... We need to get back to the basics of human, of being human. And that means communicating and developing relationships. You don't even have to like the person. But just acknowledge that we're all humans and we've all got shit that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: And you don't know. They might be having an outburst of anger or something. But you have no idea what it is that, that got them to that breaking point. Because there could be some people that are just angry at the moment because something bad happened to them. And you, you are treating them worse, which is pissing them off more because no one is noticing
0: and that every, they have a problem. Exactly. And every human contact, that we, every every form of human contact that we have is an opportunity to change that person's life for the better.
1: Because even just saying hello from across the street might make someone's day.
0: Guys, as we leave this podcast, I want you to think about a couple of things. First, think about the human condition. Think about your brothers and sisters all over the world that have it worse than you do. And even if your problem is shit, you probably have a really bad problem. You have a problem that probably is killing you right now. And I get it.
1: Mm.
0: I don't understand it, but I I get that, that you're going through something hard. Remember that the, that your brother and sister next to you, they're going through something too, something that you can't see and something that maybe you'll never understand. Maybe, Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's friends. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's, Maybe it's they didn't get into the college they wanted to. Maybe they got into the college they wanted to, but they flunked out. And now mom and dad's pit. It doesn't matter what it is. Everyone's got a problem. And you can be the difference just by being nice and pay it forward just being nice and, it, and pay it forward. If you see someone do something that impresses you, chances are the next person that sees you do something nice for someone else, they're going to do something, too. It's we have
1: gonna, a domino effect.
0: Yep. We live in a shitty time and we we live in a, in a time in, where I truly believe that the world is going to hell. But we also live in an amazing time that we have the opportunity to change someone's life and you don't need a hundred likes on Instagram to do it. You don't need 50,000 Twitter followers to do it. You, you don't, you know, you don't need to delete your Facebook post to make a political statement. You can do it every day by putting your phone down, looking at another human in the eyes, seeing the whites of their eyes, learning what their first name is and helping them out. If you can guys, to be honest, we have the ability to change the world and this is only episode two, but I cannot wait to finish up this podcast with you and go through as 500, a thousand episodes. Hopefully we get there. It's been a joy talking today. Thanks Jennifer for sitting down with me. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of the week and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Thanks guys. To be honest. Hey everyone. It's Jonathan and Jenny. Um, we just wanted to say thank you so much for listening today. Uh, the second ed- the second episode of the podcast was a great success. We think uh, we talked a lot of, about a lot of cool things like um, paying it forward and and t- taking responsibility for yourself and and yoga and some different things you can help to you know to to build yourself and make yourself better. Um, this is a really big endeavor that Jenny and I are taking on. And it's taking up a lot of our time um, in a good way, and, and it's time that we're really excited to be giving to you guys. Um, but we're going to ask a couple things if you could please. You know be on the lookout for our social media it should be coming around in the next uh, couple weeks um twitter facebook instagram um also if you like what you heard today if you w- would be so kind to please share it with your friends we're on spotify itunes um anchor we appreciate this awesome platform that anchor has provided for us and if you like what you heard please don't be don't be afraid to to tell your friends and, and to share the podcast also if there's anything that you guys want to talk about we uh We know that we can be a part of your lives um, by recording and you guys downloading and listening. But we also want you to be a part of our lives. So if there's something that you want to talk about, please feel free to reach out to us and message us. And and we'd love to pick up a few topics that you guys specifically want to hear about. Um, Again, we're so grateful for this opportunity to to impact your lives and share our story with you. So uh, thanks again. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. Uh, To be honest, thanks.